This podcast is not for the weak-minded or easily offended. You're listening to the Rantuo Ramos podcast. This episode, as always, contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Let's go. To another episode of Ranting with Ramos. I'm your host, Jose Ramos. How's everyone doing out there? Thanks for tuning in. Um, what I've been noticing in the uh, anchor statistics is that there's a lot of listeners, you know, meeting more listeners all over the world. Um, so, USA, Mexico, Italia, Ireland, Australia, Germany, and Singapore. So, hello, hello, ni hao, apa, kabar. Vana Kam. So thanks everyone for listening. And any one of those other countries that I mentioned, go ahead and let everyone that you know that understands English check it out. And maybe I might be releasing one in Spanish. I'm I'm fluent in Spanish, so you never know. So um this one uh, continues uh after like in 2006 when I was working uh, at um, Craig and Auto Parts, you know, I always worked for with cars, always been into cars and stuff. So after that, um, when I was working at uh, Craig and Auto Parts, um, it was the 2006, and I was 26 years old. And um, one of my friends, Steve, uh, Steve Garcia, shout out Steve, um, he was working at Marco's Auto Body in San Gabriel. And uh, it was a... Uh, you know body shop and uh in the parts department what the way it would work is like um you would get like you know different cars and uh there was a bunch of different cars so you'd have to like order the parts like the um the estimator estimator would look at the car and then say oh you know it's a it's a front end collision so maybe you might need a bumper bumper brackets radiator rebar maybe a hood fenders all these little different little parts little clips You'd have to look at the at the order and order those parts from a dealership. You'd have to follow up, and um, they were kind of short staffed there. So when they came in, it was perfect timing because they were short staffed. And uh, Gabriel was the manager. He was a parts manager. Really, really cool guy to this day. Really, really cool guy. Never been disrespectful. Really cool guy. Shout out Gabriel. Um, I was working with him, and it was I think it was just him by himself. So, um, when I got there, I started tidying things up and I kind of, you know, fixed things up and stuff. I mean, nothing was wrong with it, but I just kind of organized stuff and, um, you know, just to kill time too. And just to be productive, because you know, whenever you start working somewhere, you want to show them what you got. So I started busting my ass, cleaning stuff and organizing stuff. And I guess other stores needed help too. So I went to a North Hollywood store. And I did the same thing there. I was helping out and stuff. And then from there, I went to um, South Pasadena Marcos. I was there, too. I was there for a couple of months. And uh, the manager there, some lame-ass white dude, um, I don't know if he was afraid of me or what, but he would always tell me, hey, man, you're doing a good job. You know, keep it up. So I'm like, fuck, okay, I'm doing a good job. I'm doing that. And then uh, one day, it was a Friday, and I wasn't feeling good. It was about, we used to leave at four, at 5 o'clock. So around four o'clock, I'm like, you know what, man? I don't feel good. Is it okay if I go home? 
He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I just finished up. It's only one more hour. Come on, finish. All right, cool. So I stayed. And then uh, I went back to work on a Monday. And that Monday was Valentine's Day. So it was Valentine's Day. I'm working. Cool. And then um, at the time, my wife wasn't working. This is 2006. I'm 26 years old. Um, my son was six. My daughter was four years old. She was just at home taking care of him. It was just me. I was the only one bringing in the income. So uh, boom, so we're working. And then at the end of the day, this fool um, sent somebody to give me uh, my check. I'm like, what the fuck? A check? That motherfucker ended up firing me on Valentine's Day. I don't celebrate Valentine's Day, but back then I kind of did a little bit, right? So I'm like, what? So I go in his office. Well, what? Why? Like, you don't even talk to me. I don't have any, any write-ups, any warnings. Like, why are you doing this? No, it's just not working out. Well, yeah, but just last week you were telling me that I'm doing a good job. You never told me I wasn't that I was messing up. You always kept telling me I was doing a good job, so... I don't get it. This is out of out of left field, you know, like what's going on? No, well, things aren't working out and this and that. And I was like, right, well, I've always been a person where I don't I don't really like like ask too many questions because if it is what it is and fuck it, that's it, you know. I don't really like to dig deep too much. I kind of did there, but mm, I, I could have probably asked some more. But it's like for what? This fool already made up his mind, you know. He already terminated me, so whatever. So then uh, the news went to um, Elaine, which was like the sister-in-law of the owner. She knew I was a good worker because Gabriel had put in a good word that I was a good worker. Gabriel was upset. Of course, he felt he felt bad, too, because um, I had left Craig and I was an assistant manager there and I had a job there. And I moved over here with these guys. And so he kind of felt bad. And uh, he's real cool, man, because he helped me get another job. So uh, I, I go home. And I uh, show up to my wife, and she's like, what's wrong? And, oh, and I just started crying, you know, like, I don't know her, man. I couldn't control it. I just started crying. And I just got fucking, I got fired. Why? I'm like, fuck, yeah, I don't know. He just told me that things weren't working out, but he was always telling me that I was doing good. And he just fucking fired me for no reason. But luckily, around that time, um, I would get money back for the taxes, you know, because I wasn't making a lot of money, and I was a single head of household. So I had like um, $4,700 that I had and um, I was able to live off of that. So um, Gabriel uh, talked to, because uh, he he would buy a lot of parts from different dealerships, right? So one of the dealerships, he said, hey, they're, they needed a parts guy there. So they told him, hey, this guy's good. He worked for me. He's really good, you know? So they set up an interview, an interview with him. I think I did good. I mean, because I, I, I knew a lot of stuff. He even tried to trick me like, oh, if, if you sell a if you sell a fucking oil pan and an oil filter, well, what do you sell? Oh, of course, a, a drain plug washer, drain plug gasket, of course, you know, like radiators. I had done that for years, so I knew, so I kicked ass with that. And um, he waited about a month. And then I ended up emailing uh, Gabriel. I'm like, hey, man, this guy's a bitch. Like, he's not even calling me back. And what I found out later uh, from my good friend, Ryan, Ryan Mahler, shout out Ryan, is that um, Ryan was a manager at Craig and Auto Parts. So he called Ryan, my manager, and he asked about him. And Ryan said, yeah, you know, he's a good worker. He does really good. And Ryan's a really, really sharp, really educated guy. So, he, you know, the way he talks, he pretty much got a, he kicked ass on the interview when he wasn't even being interviewed. He was just speaking about me. And so this, this bitch-ass fool, the manager at the dealership, offered him the job. Hey, well, how about you? you do, do you want, would you like to come work over here? And, and Ryan's like, no, man, like, I, I'm a manager here. He needs a job. 
he, he you know he's got a family to support he's got no job so that lets you know the kind of a, a bitch fool that that the manager was you know i didn't find that out till a little after uh, once i was already hired but when i came home from the interview i told my wife you know what this fool's a bitch and I, I don't want to last there more than a month i'm just gonna just to get my feet in there and make some money and then i'm gonna get another job i lasted fucking 10 years there <laughs> but i knew from the beginning that fool was a bitch because he took a long ass time to call me and uh, I guess um, Gabriel you know kept, kept bugging him you know like hey you know fucking he needs a job but what's going on you know and this guy was lying saying that he hired somebody but he never hired nobody he was just lying uh, you know I guess after Gabriel kept you know telling me hey what's up man he needs a job um, finally he called me he's like hey man um, are you do you still want to be on vacation I'm like fuck no I want to keep working I, I, I want to start working so um, I ended up going there and um the first day that I started, uh, they walked me around and stuff, and um, they put me in the uh, in, in in the back counter. And the back counter, what happens is like you're back there, and pretty much you pull parts for the mechanics that are working on the cars. When people take their cars to the dealership, while the mechanics go back there, and there's a printer and there's an order that comes up, and in that order, what happens is um, you um, you pull the parts. So you pull the parts and uh, and you set them up. So when the mechanic comes, the parts are ready to go. So every every car is different. There's different. There's oil filters. There's um, different parts, brakes, starters that might need to be replaced. Sometimes there's things called campaigns, which is like a recall. So there's like an airbag recall. You just pull the airbag so the car can you know get the part replaced. Like from the beginning, man, like the mechanics, they didn't like me. It was uh, mainly I would say it was about. 70% Asian and like 30% uh, Mexican or other races but it was mainly like Vietnamese dudes um, there was one Vietnamese dude that was really cool uh, really really cool with me one of the coolest people like not just races just coolest people too uh, was Bach Train shout out Bach really really cool really cool guy this guy was he was like me he was straight out you know he, he was straight out he was himself he spoke his mind he didn't bullshit you know he spoke his mind so with that what happens what happens well people don't like you so people in his race didn't like him mexicans didn't like him but he didn't care he just did what he had to do work you know um if you end up being cool with him you end up being cool with him if not no you know so like other other dudes that worked that were cool with him like tony was real cool with him tony's cool you know shout out tony um and he was a real cool dude and he helped me out a couple times like with uh with uh with cars like hey you know he'd, he'd work on it he wouldn't want to charge me um you know and i try to return the favor as much as i could too i try to give money he wouldn't take it you know um i he, he and he also he allowed me to tattoo his arm i tattooed a badass uh dragon on his arm in in gray wash look pretty cool black and gray style i was able to tattoo his nephew a couple times too like a little gypsy head and a little uh, band logo but yeah, he was real, real cool. But the other fools, I mean, if they didn't like him, you know, how the fuck they gonna like me? That that's the race, you know. And I'm just like him, but I'm Mexican, you know. I'm just, you know, at at that time, man, I was 26 years old, five eleven and a half, 260 pounds, solid, man, you know. And these fools, they range from like four nine to maybe like five three, a hundred pounds, 235 pounds, soaking wet. So you know, from the start. I took shit, and you know what? I took shit from nobody, and um, and they hated that shit. You know, they were mainly, um, yeah, like I said, Vietnamese, Chinese. Uh, one day, um, it was on a Saturday, and me and Tony were in, in the back counter. 
and uh, we're working back there. It was cool, man, because in the morning, sometimes we go out and uh, some burritos are a bomb. If you guys are anywhere uh, near East L.A. or L.A., downtown, it's not that far away. There's, um, it's like South Pasadena. It's called Lucky Boys. It's a burger spot. It's on Arroyo Parkway. They sell these breakfast burritos all day long. Um, depending on how hungry you are, before I used to be able to finish it, now I can. I would have to like split it. So like if you don't eat too much, you can eat like split it. What they do is it has hash browns, as a f- two fistful fistfuls of bacon, cheese, um, and egg. This shit is bomb. I try not to eat it because I feel crazy afterwards because of my fucking blood pressure. But my kids love it. My my wife loves it. So I I buy it from and I'll get me like a fucking cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, believe it or not. Um, has like less less salt and less all that stuff than that than, than the burrito does but it's, it's good though but they're about eight bucks they used to be like six bucks five bucks back in the day we've been going there for years like 10 years but um it's yeah so lucky boy burrito so we get the burrito sometimes we'd get uh um menudo like again if you're in the la area like i said i'm gonna talk about food i'm gonna talk about a bunch of different things so right now i'm talking about food so with the food we would get menudo and we'd get it from king torta so king torta is on valley it's uh like right where east la starts but king torta um the menudo is really good sundays saturdays if you go on a saturday or sunday past like nine it's it's finished it's that good but the menudo was good. And then that place also is really good for the tortas. The tortas are really good there because it's actual carne asada. And um, they put um, avocados on there. But what I do, instead of the avocado, I say, you know what? I don't want avocado. Let me have um, guacamole. So I put guacamole in there. And the bread is made there fresh daily. Sometimes if you go there like a little too late, like um, like a little past 7, sometimes even 6, like on a Friday, um, you won't be able to get a torta because uh, the bread's done because that's like the, the number one selling thing but on the weekends menudo's bomb but tacos there are good too because they're actual asada but they put like um they put col or repollo and guacamole but they're bomb they're bomb but the main thing that they're known for is tortas and the menudo on the weekends sidetrack <laughs> yeah so we eat cool you know we eat food be kicking it in the morning and fucking be on the on, on the computer sometimes and shit when there's downtime you know and so we're kicking it right and then all of a sudden you hear a big crash and me and tony run out run outside you know there's a, it's outside the as soon as you leave the door you see the the shop so we, we look out there man there's a there's a brand new uh toyota tacoma and like um the whole front end the nose the tires are like on the floor and then the um the the, the two tires and the back bed is still on the lift so this fool the little vietnamese dude um what he did is he didn't put it on the rock right and it fell boom luckily he wasn't working on it luckily nobody was around there but he just did a big boom another time what this guy did too is um he it was also with a with a with a tundra big ass tundra brand new tundra he was driving it and um i guess you know he didn't know how to judge it or whatever so he ended up scraping the car so he, he kind of fucked up the the tundra on the side and uh they asked him, hey, what's up with that? What happened? He's, oh, I don't know, I don't know. So he denied it, denied it. And um, I guess they look at the footage and look at the cameras and you clearly see him jump off the truck and to assess the damage, like, oh, shit, what happened, you know? He jumps back on. I think he got suspended for like a fucking, for like a week. Yeah, for like a week. Um, that same dude, um, what he ended up doing is uh, after a while, um, 
he fucking actually you know what this guy this fool was like fucking four nine a hundred pounds he had no business driving a fucking truck of that size man really dude i mean not to be fucking racist or sizes sizes based on his size but or but man this is like there's certain certain um certain vehicles that shouldn't be driven by people who can't see over the steering wheel see over the door you know it's like common sense you know what i mean just like i can't fit into a fucking little s2000 you know it's i'm like i'm gonna have trouble driving it you know um but this dude um later on this this same mechanic um this this mechanic fucking hated my ass <laughs> he fucking hated me he's one of the ones that really hated me a lot he was a chinese dude and uh this fool he ended up getting a surgery where um they cut a piece of their eyelid off so they're to get more of a quote-unquote western look so this is not bullshit i'm not talking shit about this is like facts he got that shit done um when he came back his eyes just looked a little bit like he looked like he was like forcing his eyes to you know when you know people make their eyes big it just looked like he was doing that non-stop and the funny thing is all the other uh the chinese dudes they'd be like hey hey what's up american you know hey what's up? hey usa okay usa oh you know and all the fools would make fun of that fool and shit they, they, they call him american that first day of the dealership though um the parts from it uh it was cool you know um as i was being walked around um i noticed uh, dudes grabbing 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 ass then i saw the manager and some fools you know he fucking he's grabbing some fools balls then he started fondling them and i'm like what the fuck you know and and throughout the day i just kept seeing a lot of that shit dude like a lot of these i mean i see fools grab ass and slap ass and shit but not grabbing ass and grabbing the front you know i'm like what the fuck right so right away i said hey man you know what i don't fuck around like that man you know i don't i don't play that shit you know and then the fucking manager fucking tells me hey why are are you homophobic or what are you homophobic like nah i'm not homophobic dog you know uh, he's like, why wow, you're are you afraid you're gonna like it i'm ha nah dog i don't want to find out if i'm gonna fucking like it or not homie you motherfuckers are obviously like it already you're doing it so many fucking times i don't want to find out if i like that shit homie i'm cool you know and so like that was like fuck that's like sexual harassment right there but i was like you know what fuck it if i'm gonna work here i gotta put up with a lot, a lot of that shit and you know i did end up putting up with a lot of that shit i would see man that i was really fucking uncomfortable with you know that what that for fuck like picking up trying to pick up on chicks non-stop and all that shit and even get all close to chicks and you know but i mean surprisingly nobody ever ratted that fool out so that, that's fucking crazy you know and um sometimes you see that fool take off with like secretaries and shit here and there you know for lunch like three hours and shit no nobody said shit you know fuck it you know no especially at that time like you know like fuck it was like that uh fucking recession and shit you know it ended up happening um I think around 2008, 2009, there was that fucking recession, and uh, I was pretty fucking scared, man, because the whole fucking time that I was there at that dealership, it was like every fucking day was like survival, like fuck, I was hoping that I was I would make it, because um, I wasn't a part of that fucking, there's a kiss-ass crew, the fools that kiss his ass, you know, because with this guy, and he's gonna continue to be like that till he fucking dies, you know, Walter, something tragic happens and he gets humbled, but um this guy um what he loved is for you to kiss his ass like fools that would kiss his ass he would value that more than somebody that's busting their ass and working hard where other employees other managers are telling him hey you know what this guy's fucking good he does bust his ass you know the only thing about me is um 
I've always been like that. I'll put up with your shit, whatever. If if I'm wrong, if I fucked up, okay, I'll admit it. But if you're fucking with me for no reason, I'm gonna defend myself, you know, like, cause it's, it's not right, you know, to take advantage, you know, just cause I'm not kissing your ass. I'm working, but I'm gonna defend myself. Like if something's not right, and no, that's not right. That's what I was doing, you know, that's not cool. But this guy, unfortunately, he was more into the whole kiss ass shit, you know. So the fools that would kiss ass, he was um, he was really cool with this shit. So there was like a little click of fools that kiss his ass and shit, you know. Hey, how you doing today? Oh, those are some nice pants, oh, you know. Or they bring that full lunch, or they bring that full Starbucks and shit, you know. And um, that's just that's just how it was, man. Um, and uh, also, um, you know, they were showing me around and shit. So after the back counter, once I survived that shit. Um, they ended up sending me over to the retail department and uh in the retail department there was a homie there and um there's a um there was a manflora a manflora veterana um and um who was there you know and uh one day uh she asked me hey you like the dodgers and i told her now you know what i don't like baseball but they're cool you know i mean shit i'll go from but i just don't watch baseball fuck that was the last fucking the last time she ever fucking spoke to me in a positive way, you know, for the whole fucking 10 years that I worked there, you know, she was always bad dogging me and shit, you know, she fucking, uh, she fucking tell the coworker, hey man, I wish that fool fucking gets fired, you know, fuck that fool, you know, and uh, we used to have like a fucking small little fridge where everyone kept their, uh, their, you know, their, you bring your lunch and shit, there's those little fridges and shit, you know. That people like to have like on the side, like in the living room, two by three little refrigerator and shit where everyone keep their food. And fucking uh that shit, man, was always fully stocked with her fucking mustard, fucking mayo, ketchup, fucking insure, milk, fucking ham and cheese. So fuck, if you had lunch or if you had like a little fucking a little snack to, to put in there and shit. Man, you'd have to be playing that fucking that fucking Tetris game, dude. With all the fucking condiments. With all the fucking hams, the milks and shit, you know. She would always be fucking hiding um at the or like by the parts drawers. We had like drawers that looked like those fucking tool drawers when fools work on cars and shit, those craftsmen, but they're blue. And every drawer had parts. She used to fucking hide and shit. She'd be eating a fucking sandwich. And then fucking like once four thirty came, four thirty PM came, fuck. She would rush out that fucking door. Even if there was a long line of customers waiting, you know, to buy parts and shit. Uh, and like every couple of months, um, an employee would fucking bring a stack of like 50 fucking, you know, those porn DVDs and shit. Because some fool that used to work there, I think he was a driver and shit. He used to be a driver. And uh, that fool used to work at a fucking a place that made fucking DVDs and porn and shit. And fucking, he'd come with that big ass stack of 50 and shit. And uh, the guys would grab a couple and shit to take home. Some fool's gonna take them home and shit. So they'd fucking try to watch him there and shit, you know. And then since her fucking computer, her computer was like in the corner and shit. And uh, her computer faced the wall. So fools will watch fucking, they put the fucking DVD in the computer and watch that shit sometimes, you know. Not me. I, I put it down. I didn't do that shit. Fucking, but I seen fools doing that shit, you know, in, uh, in the corner. And then fucking uh, one day, one of the fools fucked up, man. So fucking the next morning, cause she would always open this shit, cause uh, they kind of had her doing like manager shit in the retail, but they never give her that title, or never give her that pay, you know. But um, she was up there and shit, right? So she show up right when the fucking right, right early when when they open the fucking store, you know. 
And fuck, man. As soon as she fucking turns her fucking computer on, dog, instead of seeing car parts, she saw fucking male and female parts, dog. Headlights and a dipstick. She tried to blame me and shit, but I was off the night before. So, you know, they, they, it wasn't me, shit. Um, but it was rumored that she had a... She had a couple like fucking download relationships with some rukas that worked there, like upstairs and shit, or the the cashiers and shit. Because all of a sudden those bitches would come with like brand new, brand new gifts and shit, or or they'll go to lunch or they'll take off and shit somewhere. And like so, supposedly she, you know, she was she was getting rukas too, just like the other vatos were getting rukas and shit. You know, she would always be taking notes of all the like sexual harassment that um, that she'd see around her. You know, to maybe later fucking sue the company and shit, but. Yeah, she fucking, she fucking hated the fuck out of me, you know, I don't know for what, people, some people would say, nah, well, she fucking, she hates you because she can have you and shit, it's like, nah, shut the fuck up, man, you know, like, it's like, yeah, fool, she fucking likes you, that's why she's fucking, that's why she's mean, it's like, when you're a little kid and, and the little, you know, the little girls or little boys bug you and shit, it's because they like you, like, nah, I'm cool, dog, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm happily married, man, but that's how it's been, like, Every every fucking place that I worked at, uh, you know, four out of like ten people will, will like me. The rest will fucking hate me, including managers. Except for the assistant managers for some reason, man. Shout out Ryan Soy Mollet and Rudy Rincon. Because in every in every business, the manager doesn't do shit, you know. It's always the assistants that run the program. At the dealer, um, there was a fool named Harry. You know, we got to conceal the fucking name, you know. But his name was Harry. This fool was my number one fucking hater, man. He used to fucking kiss the manager's ass like fucking like you'd never seen. You know, they fucking go to Lake Havasu, Arizona on a fucking weekend getaway. It's just the two of them. Harry would always be trying to one-up me all the time and shit. And uh, this fool was fucking 5'5", five five, like fucking 220. I was fucking 5'11 and a half, 260 solid, fucking 19 inch fucking neck and arms. I was fucking huge, solid. That's like fucking maybe like what, eight years after high school. I was still fucking, and I was still kind of doing my push ups and shit like that, a little push up routine here and there, doing curls and shit. So, man, like, come on, dog. You, you can't fucking compare with me, dog, you know? And um, Harry's big sister, um, worked there you know his big sister was working there shit and uh because of her and his ass kissing that fool was fucking untouchable you know when fools were were bored they start you know that guy talking shit you know like fuck like hey would you do this for a million bucks or would you do that you know and fucking you know some fools would be like hey how about that bitch how about that one you know so they'd be like hey man would you fuck this chick or would you fuck that one blah 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 you know fools fucking tuck shit you know and then um i'm pretty sure women say stuff like that but not as vulgar but hey would you you know but yeah anyway fucking uh no fucking these fools yeah so how about this bitch and that one and one time fucking harry was like i seen that fool kind of thinking right so harry's like okay um how about this bitch or my sister <laughs> Everyone was like, what the fuck? And everyone just started laughing. This motherfucker put his sister in the would you fuck this bitch fucking game. You know, like, come on, dog. You don't, you don't do that shit, you know? And then that fool, uh, around 06, I had bought me a tattoo machine and shit. So I had tattooed my legs. I was tattooing my brother and shit. So I was doing tats. I was starting to get good and shit. 
and that fool knew that I was tattooing and shit. You know, I tattooed a couple homies there at work too, and um, that fool was like, you know, talking shit. You know, oh, you know, this fool can't fucking tattoo chicks and shit. You know, his fucking his wife is jealous. He, you know, his wife's too fucking jealous. He can't tattoo chicks. A lot of these chicks sure want to get tatted. He can't do it. You know, and you know, and I told that motherfucker, I said, look, dog. I'm going to tell you something, dog. My wife ain't worried about none of these fucking hoes here, dog. Trust me. Believe me. None of these bitches. Afu stops. Starts thinking real hard. And he's like, oh, not even my sister? Like, not even your fucking sister, dog. You ain't worried about her, dog. What the fuck? Ain't nobody worried about that shit, man. You know? And then on one occasion, like I said, this is my number one fucking hater, man. On one occasion, this fool's like, yo, man, because we all be kicking it. And then, you know, he's like, oh, man, this fool can't even fucking go out with us. He can't go nowhere and shit. His wife don't let him go nowhere, blah, blah, blah. This time, I think it was uh, me, me, the homie, Felix. Shout out Felix and, and Harry. So we're right there and shit, right? And I'm like, dog, look, man. He just kept going. I said, look, man, I'm going to tell you like this, dog. Um, you don't worry about going out and you fuck around and do all this shit because you ain't got nothing to lose, dog. If you lose your ruka, it's just like whatever, dog. But I got something to lose. Believe me, homie. And he fucked up because he would always tell me, like, oh, man, if I had a fine-ass chick like you, I wouldn't fuck around. I wouldn't do this. Like, I don't know why the fuck he's telling me that. I don't fuck around. But he would just say, like, like saying that he is fucking around because his chick is not is not bomb. But, hey, that's your chick, you know? But he, he fucked up because he already gave me props. You don't give your enemy props and tell him that what he's got is good and what you got ain't shit, you know? So he would always tell me shit like I said, look, dog. Look, dog, you ain't got nothing to lose. That's what you ain't worried, right? So at that time, the vato, he was living with his with his ruka and he had a baby, a daughter, I think. And Davato was living in a fucking garage and shit, which is cool. Hey, fuck it. I ain't I ain't tripping on that. You, Everybody lives however they can live, you know what I mean? Shit. I fucking, I slept in my, my, my in-laws' fucking living room, so I ain't talking shit, you know? Hey, yo, we all start off somewhere, man, you know? And we could all end up in the same fucking place, so I'm not one to talk shit about that shit. Everyone lives however they can live, especially I was just telling my kids and my wife, like, fuck, like, I was driving on the freeway, I'm like, look, we, we live where everybody in the fucking world wants to live. Everybody wants to live here. Stop and think about it. If you live here in Los Angeles and California... Everybody wants to be here, man. To us, and it's cool, you know, because you can wake up and go ride a bike in the morning, right? Then you can go to the beach. After the beach, you can go hiking in the mountains. You can go to a park. You can go everywhere, man. You can go to a lake fishing. You can you can do everything here. And then, you know, the whole movie star thing and everyone thinks we're balling and stuff. Like, well, yeah, if we, if we went somewhere else, we'd be balling with the money that we have to pay here. But I was hearing, um, you know, because I've been doing researching with that fucking uh, Prop 21, where um, in California, we pay 75% more rent than everywhere else in the fucking nation. So, man, we're lucky to be here. Sometimes we take it for granted, but fuck, everybody wants to be here, man. Everyone, the American dream, you know, from China. China, they call it, since right there, they don't really have any words. Their language is kind of limited, so they call it pretty country. There isn't there isn't a word for United States of America, like there is in Spanish, Los Estados Unidos, how it translates. Because it's still a different language, it's more like a dialect. But yeah, man, stop and think about it. We live where everybody wants to be. You know, so, you know, hey, if you live it, if, you, if you're struggling right now, it's all good. It's going to get better. Believe me, it just takes time. So I'm not one to hate on how you live. Believe me. 
So sometimes people invite me to the house and they think they got to get their shit all clean. And they got to throw a party because I'm going, nah, fuck no. Trust me. Um, you know, we all work. We all live how we can live. So, um, so this vato, after I told him that, he's like, oh, well, fuck. You know, you, you live in a small ass fucking, uh, you live in a small ass fucking apartment, like the size of, 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 of the manager's uh, office. And I'm like, this motherfucker, in my head, I'm like, this motherfucker knows the office. He knows the under the desk of that fucking office is where he spends his time. So he knows all the cubic fucking square feet of that motherfucker. So I come back at that full like, you know, I could have been, I could have been like, oh, well, you live in a fucking garage, dog. I was like, nah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to check this out, dog. And Felix, like, he's laughing and shit because he's listening and shit. I said, check this out, dog. I would rather live with my wife. And a little ass shack, dog. Little fucking shack. Than to live with your wife in a big ass fucking multi hundred room mansion, dog. Believe me, dog. And then this was like, she, fuck that, blah, blah, blah. It's full of, it's full of, it's in a small ass place. It's full of, it's full of, motherfucking, you live in a what? Are you in a fucking one one car garage or two car garage? Like you're still in a fucking garage, that you know what I mean? Like, mom, uh, can I borrow the electricity? Can you can you run the can you run the fucking extension cord over here? Like, nah, dog. I was paying for my own shit, and I'm proud of that. You know, no matter how small the place is, it was a studio apartment. But fuck it, it was only um my, my kids were babies and shit, you know. And I was there, and little by little, I've been coming up. But like, come on, dog. You you can't be talking shit like that when you live in in a motherfucking garage that, that your parents are fucking you know and you're still broke like he would trip out because he'd be like fuck dog how the fuck do you go to all these concerts you got money you got all this shit and it's just you working because he knew what i made because his sister was like someone big up there so he knew what everybody made and shit he, he probably even got made paid more than me and shit you know but he was obviously putting that work with the with, with that mascara with, with the with the with this with this mouthpiece and shit but not me so um so that fool, man, so, man, I was fucking pissed. And then Felix like, oh, fuck this. I'm, I'm getting out of here because he felt it. Because with me, when I get upset, I guess I just have this energy where, like, if I'm upset, you'll feel it. you feel it in your chest. Like, you'll feel fucking, like, like pressure and shit, you know? So fucking, this fool fucking, um, Felix left, you know? And then I said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to walk away. And I walked away because I was going to fuck that fool up, man. So I walked away. And then after, when I walked away... I was like, I just started like front facing like, you know, like the fucking the light bulbs and the fucking air freshers and shit. And I'm thinking like, man, Jose, you're about to fuck this fool up. Send him to the fucking hospital, go to jail, uh, lose your job, lose your apartment for this fool. This fool right here, man, this motherfucker's nothing, man. You know, like this is a motherfucker that, man, I'm not exaggerating, man, but man, like, I man i would have fucked this fool up man like bad too and it would have been quick and then i would have looked bad oh why'd you fuck him up blah 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 but looking back you know i thank god that i was able to um calm down and reflect that's the thing about me man like a lot of times working there i wanted to like beat the shit out of people like bad man but i just you know i stopped and I said, no, this is this is not the right thing. You know, I'm gonna end up losing big, and these fools are still gonna be working here. They're gonna be happy I got fired. So I, you know, I bite my tongue and shit. Well, the same fool, fucking Harry. Uh, one time, there's a mechanic there. That fool's a white boy, and um, he got adopted and shit by a by a lady from Guadalajara, light-skinned lady too. And you know, Guadalajara, like you know, people are light light skin. Um, there's a lot of prejudice against dark people and shit. So 
she would tell him that too. Oh, you're light skinned and, and you're from Guadalajara, you're Mexican. But he was really a white boy and shit. He got, they got adopted and the lady ended up keeping him and shit. So that fool spoke Spanish. If you've seen him, you would think he's from Guadalajara because, you know, how he looks and shit. And, and then his Spanish is pretty good because that was his first language and shit. And, uh, well, that fool, he would always be talking shit. Like, he went there and started laughing. One time he went in there and the cowboys lost. It's, ha ha, cowboys lost. Blah, ha ha. Like, like a little kid. And I was so fucking pissed, man. I threw my hands up. I'm like, what, motherfucker? You, you, you getting me pissed off? What's up, dog? You want to you get down? Let's, let's settle this shit, dog. You fucking, you tell me all this shit because you want to fight me? What's up, dog? And, you know, he, he walked away. And then I walked away. You know, he laughed. And I was like, hey, what the fuck? I'm going to fuck this fool up for the Cowboys. The Cowboys ain't that shit for me. They don't give a fuck about me. You know what I mean? So you reflect on shit, you know. But I, I, that's when I was younger. I was, like, in my 20s and shit. So I was like almost out of high school and shit. I still had like the mentality where I'm gonna fuck this dude up. I'm gonna do this, but luckily I, I never got around to doing that shit. But that same fucker, um, that that the fucking white dude, he don't like Harry, and um, so fucking um, one day um, Harry, um, Harry ended up telling him, "Fuck you, dog. What you gonna do, dog?" He's like, "Oh yeah, fuck you, dog. I'm gonna fuck you up." And there was like a little counter. Like, let's say, like, a counter at a bar, like a, like a fucking two-foot-wide, long, rectangular bar where the mechanics are on the other side and you're on one side. So, Harry, um, Harry's, like, talking all fucking loud. Fuck that, fuck you. What you gonna do, dog? What's up? What you gonna do? Man, the fucking white fool. That motherfucker used to work out and she was pretty stocky, so he was able to fucking, he put both of his arms on the counter, pushes himself up. Like 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 he's put like a push up. He pushed himself up. Held, he held himself up with his left hand. Here comes his right hand swinging. Boom! Swing slaps this fool. Slaps Harry on his on the right on his left side of his fucking face. His fucking head turns. You big old fucking slap. His fucking glasses hit the fucking wall, dude. And fuck, like I saw it, but I wasn't like they didn't see me and shit. I was like peeking around the fucking around the corner. Shit, I was watching this shit right. And all of a sudden, um, the fucking, the manager, <laughs> the assistant manager, fucking Jaime, shout out Jaime, cool ass, cool ass, dude. Fucking Jaime gets up, he's like, he tells the wife, hey, what the fuck, dog? Pa que le pegas, wey? No, we look at, ah, pa que le pegas, wey? Que no ves que está mongolito, está tontito, wey? Que pasó? It's like, fuck, everyone just started laughing, you know? <laughs> Because uh, Jaime, even though he was like, uh, he was older, he was like already like in this shit, but he was hip and shit. Like, like I'm fucking 40 something, but I still know what's going on and shit, you know? So he knew what was up. Like, hey, fool. And, you know, he talked. He was a Chicano and shit. And uh, so it was funny, you know? Because he was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, why, why'd you hit him, fool? And uh, another time, fucking Harry and fucking um, some homie named uh, Little Ray, fucking they're fucking around you know little ray is like some fucking five foot two little fool and shit fucking hawaiian i don't know what the fuck he was he acted black sometimes he's a cool cool little motherfucker though but that fool he's the kind of fool that you're walking and you're crossing paths with him and as soon as he's coming across you he'll fucking he'll do like a little superman jump and he'll fucking like like you know like when fools like they walk up to you and they hit you with their shoulder but this boy had to fucking kind of run and jump up in the air and hit you you know and you weren't expecting that shit like oh hey motherfucker you better why i don't fuck around like that fool you know so <laughs> so this fool fucking he would do that to me and one time um, I forgot what the fuck I was doing, but he fucking jumped on my back. You know, he jumped on my back and he was kind of like trying to like choke me and shit. So, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> I started spinning around and shit. And then, uh, I saw, um, like a, a, a foul cabinet, a metal one. I just kept slamming on my back. Boom, boom, boom. I kept slamming my back. And then 
I let him go, so he was kind of dizzy. And after that, I pu- I pushed his ass, <laughs> and he fucking flew like six feet. Then, boom! I threw his ass, and he fell on the floor. I was like, "Hey, don't fuck around like that." I fucking told you, fool. You know, you know, little fools like that. They like to fuck with, with, with they like to poke the bear and shit. You know, like to fuck with a big dude. Like, oh, I fuck with this big dude and shit. You know, but he, he was cool. You know, he used to, he used to fuck around kind of heavy like that. You know, uh, he, he he was a cool dude. And um, well, that well, that little Ray and shit. He they, he's always fucking around. You know. And fucking uh, uh, one time, I guess um, Harry hit that fool in the balls. They go up to each other and they just do like a little slap with the back with a backhand slap. Boom, straight to the balls. Right, first Harry did it to him. Boom, and then fucking I guess Harry didn't like it because that fool caught him slipping, clean. Boom, so he hits Harry and his little huevitos and shit. Bam, hits that fool, and all of a sudden you know little Ray takes off. That fool's like a slippery little fucking fish. That fool fucking took off running and shit right to the parts counter. This is on a Saturday. On Saturdays it was kind of more kickback. So the hotel apartment, no one's there. So I was back there kicking it. I was sitting on a on a fucking um on a chair and just kicking it and shit. This would be, be before before phones were like big and shit, you know? So you'd just be back there, you'd be on the computer and shit. So I'm on the computer all of a sudden I see fucking Harry. He's like, Fuck that, where's that fool? Where's little where's little Ray? Where's he at? Fuck that, where's he at? I'm like, I don't know, that what happened. No, that fool hit me in the balls, man. He fucking hit me in the bad won't you don't you guys fuck around like that? No, no, fuck that. I'm gonna get that fool, fuck that. So I guess all of a sudden little Ray was upstairs, I guess like pulling parts because he was a driver and shit. So then little Ray comes down and then I'm facing the wall and so is little Ray. We're kinda talking. And next to me, next to my left knee, there's like a little fucking like a little table that you can pull out out of the desk. So you can like write shit on. So it's it's a it's a rectangle, maybe about fucking one foot by fucking. Nah, it was about yeah two feet by like a foot, like a rectangle shit. But it's pretty sharp. It's 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 to to write on. So all of a sudden, here comes Harry. Fuck that fool! Here he comes, like skipping along. He was like skipping like full speed. Next thing you know, he fucking jumps in the air, maybe like six inches. And then on the way down, um, like diagonally with his right hand, he does like a little fucking, like a little handicap fucking uh, Superman punch. And then on the way down, boom, he like, he hits Ray, but it was more like a push because it wasn't like a punch, you know, because he, he, didn't, like, he didn't know how to fight, so he didn't know how to throw a punch. So he kind of pushed his face. And when he pushed his face, he fucking threw little Ray and little Ray fucking scraped his fucking, the whole side of his back, like on his right side by his ribs. Um, on the corner of that fucking metal fucking uh, little table I'm like fuck so he pulls his shirt up that fool's like bleeding because it like it, it ripped the skin you know and all of a sudden they're about to fight and shit like, oh fuck that fool why you hit me in the balls and then little ray is like oh you ain't do nothing to me you ain't do nothing to me and little ray is doing like a like a shuffle he's like 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 a bull he's like backing up his left foot backing up his right foot backing up his left foot as he's doing that he's alternating his hands and he's he's, he's he starts with his with the palm of his hand and he puts it on his forehead and he rubs all the way down to to his mouth and his lips so he's like alternating left hand right hand like fucking like a little shuffle left foot right foot like a little bull but he's putting his his, his hand too and rubbing his face like you ain't do nothing you ain't do nothing to me you ain't nothing to me and all of a sudden i'm waiting for these fools like to fight like like in high school oh no you push me no you push me so fucking they end up going upstairs to the fucking <laughs> to, to where the parts were and shit where all the fucking the fucking sheet metal and shit like the fucking doors the fucking fenders and all that shit right so they're up there and then uh one of the homies went up there to check on them um but they didn't do shit they they didn't fight they were just up there like i guess doing the same thing they were doing down there but that shit was pretty fucking crazy man because fucking little ray the little fucking shuffle he was doing like wiping his face and shit <laughs> alternating shit and uh again there used to be a uh, the break room we had a break room up there 
and in that break room um there was uh everyone would go up there and eat and shit like um i rarely sometimes i would bring food from home but i would like walk somewhere and get some in or i'll get something real fast and sometimes i wouldn't feel like eating so i would just go up there and kick it and i'd take off my shoes and fucking set up a, a chair in front of me and sit on the chair and put another chair in front of me and just put my my legs up like put my calves on top of the backrest of the of the chair you know so i'm like kind of like laying down and uh one time um there's a Vietnamese there's another cool Vietnamese that I can't think of his fucking name but it was real cool um this fool was missing a pinky and so everyone thought that fool was mafioso and shit because he was missing his pinky but he ended up telling us a story he said the story was that um he cut it off himself his left pinky he cut it off himself because he felt so ashamed and it was like um like a dishonorable thing that he cheated on his wife so he did it to himself because he felt bad so he just fucking cut his pinky out like boom fuck it and this fool was cool as fuck he would always say la cerveza 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 la cerveza and some of that fool bring fucking beers and say like you know when we're closing the shit bring fucking beer he would bring these fools food and shit and he was real, real cool real cool um he would say la, oh la laza la laza la laza and he would listen to fucking la raza and shit he would listen to like fucking buy some music and shit bumping it <laughs> while he was working well this homeboy um and he's fucking around all the time so you know I was resting and my, I took off my shoes and so we pulled out the shoes out of the microwave and then somehow I don't know if one of the little chinos saw or something but fuck dude next thing you know the next day they fucking tell everybody they fucking tell the fucking um, the head fucking manager of the, of the dealership and shit is I'm like nah I put my fucking shoes in there where the fuck would I do that right so he fucking spread the rumor and these fools all these fools are tight asses and shit they make pretty good money but they all fucking bring um, food from home and shit so all these fools would use a fucking microwave right <laughs> so the next day all these little fucking chinos are mad dogging me dude they're all fucking looking up at me dude like five foot fucking two five foot three motherfuckers just mad dogging me you know and I'm in the back counter and as they're walking in they're eye level with me cause there's like three steps they gotta walk down they're just like fucking mad on me hey hey man you put the you put the you put the shoes in the micro I was like no he said, hey man you do again I'm gonna knock you out and I'm gonna shit on your face <laughs> like what the fuck I said dog you do that, I'm gonna fuck you up and send you to the hospital, dog. I didn't do shit. No, yeah, you, all these fools are fucking mad, dog. I mean, dude, fucking pissed because that's that's how they eat, you know? Like, they don't fucking go out to eat and shit. They bring their fucking rice and their fish and their chicken and shit, and they use it. And they're like, man, this fucking fat motherfucker who I hate, his fucking essence is in that fucking microwave, you know? <laughs> he thought the fucking shoes that I put him in there, but I didn't put him in there. Someone else did. And fucking, uh, yeah, so that shit fucking, they tried to make a big deal out of it. I was like, come on, dude, why the fuck am I going to do that shit, man? I know all these guys that use a microwave. I'm not going to fucking do that shit. That's, that's fucked up. If I'm going to fuck with somebody, I'm going to fuck with them directly. I'm not going to fucking sabotage the whole microwave, you know? And uh, there's another homie. Uh, his name was, uh, we're going to switch his name up. His name is Gorge. Gorge. So fucking Gorge, um, he was like, he probably like fucking four or five years younger than me and shit. And me and that fool, there was always respect. There was respect. He was, he was a really, really big uh, football fan and shit. A lot of respect. But we used to go at each other's throats and shit. I, 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 would, I would take shots at that fool. He'd take shots at me. First, we ended up, we were real fucking cool as fuck. We used to be really cool. And uh, then uh, towards the end, because he, he, he used to work there. Then he left. Then he came back. He left. And he came. He did like three times and shit, right? And this vato, he, he would also kiss ass 
to the manager and shit. You know, let, let's let's keep it real. He fucking did. Not as much as the other vato, Harry, but he would kiss ass like a motherfucker too. And, you know, the same thing. Like Havasu trips. God knows what was going on over there. You know what I'm saying? What happens in Havasu fucking stays in Havasu. You know what they say. But um, this vato, uh, we go at it, man. Just fucking talk shit to each other, man. Like just you know, like like fucked up shit. You know, like uh, like that fool. Hey fool, you fucking drive a Yaris. Um, I, I, and I drive a big ass truck. It's like, motherfucker, motherfucker, you live with your parents, dog. You know, with the money that I fucking spend on rent, food, all that shit, dog, I could pay your truck like five times, dog. You know what I mean? Well, when, when my fucking toilet paper runs out, I go buy it, dog. When my detergent runs out, I go buy it. I'm like, mommy, mommy, my, my, my toilet paper, you know, gone. And then <laughs> one day that was like, hey, fool, toilet paper is not expensive. No, that's not the fucking point, fool. Um, you know, he would piss me off. I would piss him off too, I'm pretty sure, you know, because we're, we're talking shit about how we, how we fucking live, you know? So that fool. <laughs> One time he's like, fuck that fool. You think I want to be like you, dog? Like, I don't want to be like you, fool. You're always fucking struggling and shit. I want to struggle. I said, look, dog, I might be struggling right now, dog, but that's what men do, dog. Men struggle. We fucking struggle, dog, and you're not a fucking man. And as long as your parents keep accepting your ass living there, they're fucking you up, dog, because... You know, not everyone is forever, dog. What do you? They're they're not they're not helping you, dog. And you're not helping them. You're a fucking freeloader. So we be talking shit to each other like that, you know. Um, you know, but there was like I said, there was also respect, you know, because that fool he ended up going with me to the Morrissey concert. One of the one of the episodes I talk about it where me and that fool went and shit. I'm gonna talk shit that that fool, that fool was scamming one of the battles, but nah, he wasn't. But you know, shit like that. There was like still like respect, you know. Um, and even recently, like last week, I want to go see that fool. That fool did me a paro real quick. And um, so it's respect, you know, respect to the homie. Um, you know, you get older and shit, I don't work to no more either. But that was always that respect. Like, you know, we didn't cross the line like the other fool, you know, Harry and shit, where that motherfucker was like really, really hating and shit. We would, it would just, you know, like respect, like I said. So my respect to the homie. And, uh, it's dead. That's just how it was, man. That fucking that place was like fuck, like survival, man. And uh, there's a lot more. There's a lot more shit that I that I that I have um, regarding this. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably make a part two. But this is like there's so much more shit, you know. I thought I wasn't gonna have enough for like at least an hour, but there's so much shit. Um, I know I went back and forth on a couple of things, but you know, and that's that's how my mind works and shit. And like I said, this is fucking ranting, so I'm gonna say whatever the fuck I want when I want. So if you like it, you like it. If no, fuck it. But you seem to like it if you're still listening. So I wanna thank everyone for that, and uh, also uh, thank everyone for um, your continued um, prayers. Um, they're really helping out a lot, you know, and uh, my family's doing a lot better. Right now, I've been on vacation for two weeks. I think I'm going to take another two more. We'll see how it goes. Uh, um, this I'm recording. What's today? Today's Thursday. Um, usually, I, re- I try to record sooner, so I have more time to edit. So, we'll see. I'm going to try to release this um, on uh, Sunday morning or Monday. Usually, Monday, because Mondays, people actually listen to it because they're at work and they want someone to listen to it, you know? So, thank you, very everyone, everyone, for listening. Um, and my followers are growing, too. If, if you're a follower and, and, and you follow and you just discover the, the podcast, the reason why I have the Instagram is for the podcast because um, it's cool if you follow me, but if you listen to it, it's even better because it's about the podcast, you know? Yeah, so I'll be coming out with another part um, soon. Um... 
you know, before even, you know, thinking about this and writing this, I was thinking like, fuck, you know, like I just had some events happening, you know, with my family where I need some time off and, and here I am talking shit, but I'm not talking shit. This is like stuff that happened, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not making fun of nobody. This is just like factual stuff, you know, so I don't feel bad you know, saying what I said or whatever, because this is really what happened. I'm not making any, any things up, you know, this is what happened, this is the stuff that I had to go through while I was working there, and uh, to this day, man, like, fucking, <laughs> when I go there, uh, the fucking manager, uh, he'll see that I'm there, and he'll try to make his presence known, he'll, like, puff himself up and shit, you know, like, he's all huge and shit, he's pretty stocky and shit, but he's not strong. He's just like just walking around like he's puffy, and he just start mad dogging the floor and shit. I mean, I give him the respect that he don't fucking try to kick me out and shit like that, you know. Um, but the reason why, like, I found out is um, he fucking um, he got mad because when I left, I did a fucking um, a resign. You know, he's oh, give me a fucking resignation letter. Okay, fuck it. So that resignation letter was fucking good. I'm gonna see if I can fucking find it and um, and read it to y'all or fucking post it. It was really fucking good. It, it's really what I felt and really what I had to endure those fucking 10 years, you know, like, fuck, I only got a raise after a year because I asked for it, after that, I got no fucking raises, and meanwhile, there's fools coming in, getting raises, because they kiss ass, and, um, but I do want to say is, shout out Rudy, he really helped me, um, while I was there working, I know a couple times, um, I was about to get fired and shit, you know, um, I know my name might have been on there too when they were gonna. I was talking about the whole um, the recession. They ended up letting some some kid go because this kid said he knew he had a bunch of experience, but he was really only a fucking driver. Yeah, he had experience with Toyota as a driver, but he tried to say it was parts, and it ended up bullshit because he didn't really know what the fuck he was talking about. But um, that kid ended up getting let go. But you know, the, the way they looked at it was he's a kid, he lives with his parents. All he's gonna miss out is on the truck payment that he has. These other fools have fucking families and shit, so they need it more. So yeah, but I know Rudy helped me a lot because a lot of times I'm like, hey, fuck that, let's get rid of this fool. And he'd be like, nah, well, fuck it, I got him. Give him to me, put him in the fucking retail department. So that really helped me a lot because fuck, I would have got fired and what the fuck would I would have done, you know? I mean, I know God would have helped me eventually, but it's tough when you're in that situation where you're like, damn, you know, you're like hopeless. What am I gonna do? We're not really hopeless because I have hope in God, I have faith in God, but when you just don't know what's what's gonna happen next because i've been in that situation when i got fired from that fucking body shop but yeah he really helped me out a lot so shout out and uh, shout out ryan really helped me out a lot too in my life recently too in my life and uh in work with prayer all that that's really appreciated my, my family appreciates it we give a couple shout outs to the homies i used to work at a dealership we got uh we got Tony, shout out Tony, shout out Rudy, shout out Carlos, shout out Big Javi, fucking uh, Xavier, fucking uh, Mondo Massive, who else am I forgetting? Used to work a uh, fucking Jaime, shout out Jaime, shout out Big John, shout out Rob, shout out Felix, shout out fucking Juan, shout out Shurik. All these fucking names, like I told you, man. All these fucking Mexicans have fucking nicknames. Shoe Rick, it's fucking that's his nickname. But let me see. I don't want to leave anybody else out, man. Oh, shout out Chepetronic, fucking Chepe. But yeah, shout out, man. Everybody was cool, you know. Even though maybe maybe some didn't like me as much, but they still kept it cool, you know. Shout out to everyone and uh, shout out everyone for listening. 
and uh peace everyone stay safe and you know vote i will say not to vote but fuck a proposition 21 look into proposition 21 if you're a renter and you rent look you look into that shit um pretty exciting you, uh, my son is gonna be his first time that he votes i would say not to vote but fuck it you know we should vote that way we make a difference uh, at least with uh within your state so that's the main thing that we're gonna sit down and look over they sent us some some ballots that you can mail in i don't know i'm gonna look into all that stuff too this weekend and uh you know exercise your fucking right at least to control what happens around you the presidency and no matter what the fool the fuck they put there it's gonna be fucked up but everyone you look into you know like i said uh proposition 21 stay safe and peace